0: This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, and this is Amanda Phila with Simple Blessings and Oils. I am a mom who knew nothing to a mom who's learned a lot. I have nine children with my husband in central Minnesota, and I am here to share with you tips, tricks, new information, ideas, and more to become a better mom in whatever stage of life God has called you. So thanks for joining, and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome. This is podcast number 54, and I want to start out the year, first of all, welcome back, of 2020 with 20 things to break up with in 2020. Um, These are all going to be things that aren't good for you, aren't good for your family, and maybe take a second look around your home and see if you have any of these toxic ingredients in your home. Number one, isopropylene alcohol. This is a solvent and a denaturant. Um, It's a poisonous substance that changes another substance's natural qualities. It is found in your hair and body and makeup products, aftershaves and lotions, and it's in fragrance. It's petroleum-derived. It's also used in things like antifreeze. It's a solvent um, in your shellac when you're covering things, you know, in a shop-type atmosphere. And according to the Consumer Guide of Cosmetic Ingredients, inhalation of this or ingestion may cause headaches, Flush skin, dizziness, depression, nausea, vomiting, and narcosis. Let's get it out. Um, Number two, mineral oil. This is a big one. Um, I don't think a lot of people think of mineral oil because it has the word mineral in it as something we should not have in our home, but it actually is. Um, Mineral oil, baby oil, same thing. So let's not use baby oil on our babies. We can just grab ourselves some amazing... um, Coconut oil or olive oil, you put a little bit of like Young Living's seedlings or lavender in there and you've got an amazing baby oil, quote unquote, that does not contain toxic stuff. So anyway, mineral oil, it coats your skin just like a plastic wrap would cover something. And what it does, it actually inhibits its ability, your skin's ability to breathe and absorb moisture and nutrition, your skin's ability to release... Um, toxins and it just like a plastic wrap would, so it kind of holds things in and stops things from getting in. So it's a double negative. Um, it promotes things like acne and other disorders. And by slowing down the normal cell development, mineral oil causes skin to age prematurely. So I know this is one, I've actually known about it for a while, but it was really hard because there's a lot of natural products out there that have mineral oil in them and they are doing the exact opposite of what they should be doing for your body and for your skin. So let's ditch that one as well. Number three is propylene glycol. Now, you are going to see this in a lot of different names on your bottles. PG, PEG, um, propane, uh, dihox, uh, di- I don't even know how to pronounce it. But propylene glycol, in all of its name, is its wedding, is a wetting agent and a solvent. Um, this ingredient is actually the active compound in antifreeze. And there's really no difference between the propylene glycol, glycol used in the industry for like breaks and hydraulics and paints and all that other stuff than there is in your personal care products. Scary. It is used in the industry to break down proteins and cellular structure, um, and strip the natural moisture factor. Yet it, it's in makeup. It's in your hair products. It's in your lotions and your after aftershaves, deodorants, mouthwashes, toothpaste, and your processed foods. Um, EPA workers are, requires their workers to wear protective clothes, goggles, gloves, the whole nine yards when they're dealing with this substance, but it is found in everything. So this is another one we want to get out because humans have test, human tests have shown that when it comes in contact with the skin, which is how you're using it in your personal care products, it's in a lot of shampoos and things like that, um, it causes dermatitis, kidney damage liver abnormalities and it can inhibit cell growth and damage the membranes causing rashes dry skin and surface damage we just want it out don't use it it's hard to avoid especially if this is like your first step of kicking something out of your home but it's going to be worth it for the long term damage that it can do for you your kids your pets all of that number four sodium lauryl sulfate Um, SLS, SLES, um, that comes under a few different names as well. Um, It's used in detergents and uh, surfactants. These closely related compounds are found in car wash soaps, uh, garage floor cleaners, engine degreasers. Uh, Both of them are used in cosmetics, toothpaste, hair conditioner, and 90% of all shampoos and products that foam. It is the foaming agent. This is another one you are going to notice in just about everything when you start going down that path of cleaning the toxins out of your home. Um, According to the American College of Toxicology, um, sodium lauryl sulfate, SLS, and SLES can cause malformation in children's eyes and damage to the immune system, especially within the skin. Um, Skin layers may separate and inflame due to the protein denaturing properties that it has. And it is possibly the most dangerous of all ingredients in personal care products. So I guess if you had to pick one, maybe this one would be the one you'd want to pick. All right, number five, DEA, MEA, and TEA. They have long versions of these names, but to keep it easy, I'm just saying the short versions. Uh, They're found typically in conjunction with another chemical. So when you look for them on your packaging, you should see MEA something, DEA something, or TEA something. They are hormone-disrupting chemicals and are known to form cancer-causing nitrates in the body. And they're known to be found in things that foam. So your bubble baths, your body washes, your shampoos, soaps, facial cleansers, anything like that. And they're very readily absorbed through the skin. So cut them out. All right. Number six, artificial colors and dyes. Now we're not just talking about our artificial colors and dyes in our food, which can cause hyperactivity and things like that. But we're talking about artificial colors and dyes, even the ones found in, I hate to say it, our hair coloring. Um, There are some natural options. You can find some more natural um, beauticians in your area, hopefully, fingers crossed, but Some of these colors are made from things like coal tar colors and they contain heavy metals and impurities including things like arsenic and lead and again they're known as carcinogens in general the different colorings and how they're made and so when you think about how that process goes about dyeing your hair it's actually quite scary and it's actually hair dyes and things like that have been linked to things like lymphoma melanoma and Hodgkin's disease. So Maybe you splurge and you go to a different beautician next time and and don't go for that hair coloring. This one is a hard one. I'm not going to lie. It is a very, very hard one, but um, something to consider cutting out in 2020. Number seven is fragrance. Fragrance is present in the most in almost everything. This is the hardest one that I have found to get rid of. I can look at the back of a bottle of something and it looks great. There's no artificial junk, but then they throw in fragrance. And fragrance is like I said, deodorant, shampoos, sun lotions, um, skincare, baby products. Many of the compounds in fragrance are carcinogenics or otherwise known an uh, otherwise known toxic fragrance. They can have over 4,000 different ingredients in the word fragrance that they don't have to disclose. I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again. If you haven't watched the movie Stink, I highly recommend you do that because you will realize the, the level of stuff that they are putting in, it's on clothing, it's on everything. So like I said, fragrance is a big one. Um, Dr. Blayblock said exposure to fragrance can affect the central nervous system causing depression, hyperactivity, irritability, inability to cope, and other, ob- other behavioral changes. The FDA actually reports that it um, causes headaches, dizziness, rash, skin discoloration, coughing, vomiting, and allergic skin re- irritation is possible. So again, something we don't want in our home. Number eight, Um, I'm not even going to say this right, but I'm going to try. Imazodilineura and DMD hydination. I'm sorry, I totally butchered that. These are both, um, they both release formaldehyde into your body. You can actually check out, uh, if you Google formaldehyde MSDS, to see how it can irritate your respiratory system, cause skin reactions, trigger heart palpitations. Exposure to this can cause joint pain, allergies, depression, headaches, uh, chest pains, ear infections, chronic fatigue, dizziness, and loss of sleep. Um, It can aggravate coughs and colds, trigger asthma attacks. And one of the other serious side effects is actually weakening of the immune system. You're going to want to check my show notes for the spelling on that one. Number nine is bronopol, And it is known to break down into formaldehyde and form a carcinogen, but it's going to be found in things like um, even natural makeups, whether it's expensive or inexpensive, and in many of our baby care products. Number ten is dioxin, which is found in our surf, our surfactants and detergents. This one again is going to be found in a large variety of your shampoos, your conditioners, lotions, creams, um, and it is known to cause cancer in lab animals. So it's definitely something we could do without. (laughs) Talcum powder, number eleven. Talcum is a car. Talc is a carcinogenic, carcinogenic carcinogen, there you go. Um, it Inhaling talc and using it in the genital area, which is where it's typically used because this is um, what you use as like a baby powder or like a freshening powder um, a lot of times. So you're using it on the genitalia. Uh, it's associated with a risk of ovarian and lung cancer. And the primary way this substance poses as is as a carcinogenic hazard. So No talc powder. Number 12, (sighs) parabens. Again, there's lots of different kinds of parabens. You're going to see methylparaben, ethylparaben, propylene paraben. Just, you don't want parabens. Um, It disrupts hormones. A study found that paraben damaged sperm formation in the testes of mice. Parabens break down in the body into um, a p hydroxy. Hydro, hydroxic benzoic acid, which has the estrogenetic activity in human breast care, um, breast cancer cell cultures. Say that three times fast. <laughs> um, so again, this is just another way that we are seeing estrogen dominance. We're seeing girls who aren't or hit, are, are hitting puberty at a younger age and boys who aren't hitting puber, puberty at the appropriate age because we have these toxins in our home. They take that estrogen effect in the body and make they mimic it. And so then when our body is supposed to naturally be producing the estrogen or the you know reverse side of it, the testosterone or the progesterone, it's not able to do so because of the chemicals that we're using every day with our families. Um, number 13, air fresheners. Most air fresheners actually work by coating your nasal passage. They don't actually get rid of the smell. They leave an oily film there, and when you're breathing in, you're actually breathing in the fragrance on that oily coating that's now in your nasal passage. There are no intact um, toxins that contain formaldehyde, um, which is a highly toxic carcinogen. Phenols, which cause swelling, burning, and peeling, and breaking out on your skin in like hives. And it's even gone so far as to say air fresheners are known to actually, you know, in turn cause comas and big, big problems for people. Um, So if at all possible, don't use air fresheners. Find yourself a diffuser. Um, You can even make your own wick air fresheners with a little bit of carrier oil, some of those reeds from the, you know, craft store, and then put some essential oils into it into it, and then you'll have a nice way to freshen the air. Number 14 is dishwasher detergents. Again, detergents are a way to say deter. Don't go buy (laughs) a deeter. You don't want detergents. You want soap. But dishwasher detergents are highly concentrated in chlorine. It is actually the number one cause of child poisoning um, when they did the statistics uh, poison control. Number fifteen is your drain cleaners. Drain cleaners contain lye, hydrochloric acid, uh, uh, trichloroethane. Um, lye causes like burning skin, eyes. If ingested, it will damage the esophagus and the stomach. Hydrochloric acid is a corrosive, eye, skin irritate that dam irritant that damages the kidneys, liver, and digestive tract. And uh, trichloroethane. Um, irritates the eyes, the skin, the nervous system. Um, it's depressant of your, it's a nervous system depressant. It damages the liver and your kidneys. So drain cleaners, find another way. <laughs> um, number 16 is furniture polishes. Again, another easy thing to DIY yourself with something not toxic, but your typical furniture polish contains petroleum, um, Petroleum dilates, which are highly flammable, they cause skin and lung cancer, are known to cause skin and lung cancer. Phenols, again, they're in air fresheners. Um, Nitrobenzene, which is absorbed through the skin and extremely toxic. And when you're putting on furniture polish, you're typically not using gloves. And even if you were, you're able to breathe that in. So it's not something you're going to want in your home. Number 17, mold and mildew cleaners. Uh, chemicals that are in your mold and mildew cleaners uh, are corrosive. They irritate and burn your skin and eyes. They cause fluid in the lungs or can cause fluid in the lungs, which lead to a lot of other issues. Um, They also usually contain formaldehyde. Again, highly toxic. It's a known carcinogen. Uh, It irritates your eyes, your nose, your throat, your skin, can cause nausea, headaches, nosebleeds, dizziness, memory loss, and shortness of breath. If you have ever used a mold and mildew cleaner in your bathroom, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You spray it in there and then you get the heck out because it hurts. It hurts to breathe. It hurts to do anything. Number 18, is your oven cleaners. There's so much easier ways to clean your oven without using an oven cleaner. Your oven cleaner usually has sodium hydroxide in it, which is again another form of lye. It's caustic, it's a strong irritant, causes burns to both your skin and eyes. Um, it can inhibit your reflexes with use over time and can cause severe tissue damage if ever swallowed. I have a lot of little kids here. The last thing I need is for one of them to get underneath my counter and get into one of these count, uh, chemicals, even if it's on a shelf. Let's be real here. I've got a three-year-old. The kid climbs everything. You don't want to have that in your home. So, look for a cleaner option. I have lots of them. <laughs> um, number nineteen is your carpet and upholstery, upholstery. Can't even talk anymore. Cleaners and shampoos. Uh, These formulas are designed to overpower the stain itself by using highly toxic substances. Um, It uses lots of different things that are known, carcinogens, they damage the liver, kidneys, and nervous system, things like ammonia, hydroxate. It's corrosive, extremely irritating to the eyes, the skin, and the respiratory tract. Um, On any of these, it's going to say protect... The kids went from safety. So, if this is something you're using on your carpet and you have a crawling baby, guess where they are at? They're at that level where it can cause damage. Even after you've cleaned it up, it has some of that smell, it has some of that residue. And now your baby or your dog or your grandchild, whatever, is crawling on that and inhaling it. So, again, look for a cleaner option than your typical carpet shampoo upholstery cleaner. And number 20, your toilet bowl cleaners. These contain hydrochloric acid, which again is highly corrosive, irritates your skin and your eyes, is damaging to your kidneys and your liver. You don't have to eat this to get that damage. You just have to breathe it in or get it on your skin. Um, It also has um, hypochlorite bleach, which is corrosive, irritates and burns your eyes, skin, respiratory tract, and it may cause pulmonary edema, vomiting, or a coma if ingested. So 2020, new year, new you. And 20 chemicals we want to see or 20 different things we want to see cut from our home. It's different than 20 different bottles because a lot of these things are going to be found in multiple places in our home. And sometimes it's hard to say goodbye to that thing that works so well to clean it. But when you look at the long-term damage, it is so worth getting rid of. So I challenge you to take a look. Grab my show notes. It'll have all the proper spellings on it so you know what you're looking for. Grab my show notes and check your cabinets. See what's in them. Are any of these chemicals currently in your products? Is it something that you're willing to take the possible side effects, even if it's not next year or the year after, but 10 or 20 years down the road, knowing you could have done something different if you would have taken the time to get the chemicals out of your home? As always, thanks for joining. This is podcast number 54, 20 toxins to get rid of in your home. And as always, be grateful, have faith, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.